Sorry, repeat that for the many followers. I started recording, by the way. Pepsi wants you to drink soda mixed with milk this holiday season. Is that not the most outrageous thing that was said today, December 1st? <laughs> 2022. Oh, we're we're starting we're starting here, huh? We're starting there, dude. Oh, what a day! What a day, what dude! A so day. today is December first. Yes. Um, I'm even more vindicated. I've we've talked about this on this podcast before, right? Go on. About how I had gotten to arguments with my students about who was better, Kanye or Jay Z. Oh yeah. And then they're like Kanye, and I'm like, you all are. Not intelligent, <laughs> which is my problem as their educator. Oh yeah. Um, but now, 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 now you're gonna show laughing. Did you guys talk about this today? No. So tomorrow you're gonna walk in and be like, "Well, well, well." They're not gonna remember. They're not gonna remember. Oh, you can play tapes. I can play tapes because I I have I clearly have the tapes. I have the tapes. I have the tapes. You need to have the tapes. You gotta have the tapes. Um. But anyway, so we are here today to talk about. Um, a fine a, film. A very good movie. Yes. Um, so we are talking about The Menu. The Menu. The Menu, which um, is a movie that I hadn't heard a lot about like prior to like watching the first trailer. I had heard nothing until the first trailer. Um, which is, you know, it's always nice. I, I feel like I'm one of the people that likes to stay up to date with yeah. like favorite actors and actresses. You're in the trends. Uh, I'm in the trends. And I am a huge, like, simp for Anya Taylor-Joy. You are indeed. And the fact that I hadn't heard about this, I was like, oh. So you're not the biggest simp is what you Apparently I'm not. Uh, and you know what? I yeah. think I'll take that as a win. Fair enough. Um, but uh, it's, it's not only a good, like, story overall. Mm -hmm. It's also a very, like, good thriller in, like, how it's set up. Yes. Uh, it has great characters. Uh, hilarious. Very funny. Lots of laughs. I'll probably talk about this later. Reminds me of many, many films. Oh, yes. And the thing that I like about this movie is it's not... How shall I say? It's not like a crown jewel. In the sense that you watch this movie... For me, anyway. I didn't watch this movie and I was like, Oh, man, I've, I've this is the first time I've seen this... Like, what an original, iconic, oh, unsetting piece. Uh -huh. I didn't feel that. But, yeah. but it was able to still seem, like, familiar, tame-ish, and still be thoroughly fun. Like a cheeseburger. Like, like a, a cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Yeah. So here's the thing. So, so to, the, to the comparison to a cheeseburger, right? Like, you can go to a lot of restaurants, and you can have a lot of different burgers. Yeah. And a lot of them can be okay and yeah. be good enough. Yes. But man, when you get like that perfect that burger. perfect burger. We are him yum season four. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, man, if I if I could have a burger like the one at Poppy's Place or the one at Rockwood Tap House, mm -hmm. like that's the burger that I'm searching for. That's and I feel movie. like this movie is a lot like that. Yes. We're like, yes, like we've talked about other movies this year. It's not the most original. No, because there are this. There are a lot of movies like this, where you have like a culty type of situation. You have a, a quirky young, you know, girl who is, you know, maybe more complex than she seems at first. And you have like a a, a big ensemble cast. You have, I mean, in the I think in the next movie that we're going to review, mm. slash maybe the Black Phone or two times this year, where I was like, wow, 
Mm-hmm. Right? I left that movie thinking, wow, I've seen something different, amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. And in this, I did not say wow, but I was like, ah. <laughs> that right? is that is that more or less pretentious than saying wow. it's it's funny i i've found it i've been very interested in recording this one because i think it's very hard to talk about this movie because it's it's a movie that is anti-pretentiousness at its core right yes and if you blow up too much air up its ass. Then, yeah, when then you, you when become someone... this thing you swore to destroy. Yeah, and and honestly, this movie, this movie made its own like criticism hard yeah. on itself. Yeah. Like, because this movie deals a lot with like the pretentiousness of like food critics, right? Like, but it's not just about food. I mean, it's not. It, yeah, it's the, not. the plot is about. But food. like, it's it's about the criticism, right? right? Like, they are a big part of the a big you know point of the movie does revolve around like a foodie you know yeah. who's like so into into food, and then you have the uh, the food reviewer yeah. working for the magazine, right? Yeah. And and when you start a movie like this, and you're shitting on the idea of you know, the criticism and and how people live for, like, the review as opposed to, like, mm-hmm. living for, like, the enjoyment of the thing. Right. You better have a good fucking movie in your hands. You better. Because if you don't, right, they you're going to get shit on so they hard. They'll tear you to pieces. And and I think that's what makes this movie, like, work so well. If you if you fuck up, right. you... Right. You're you're just setting yourself up so bad. Um, but I, I had a lot of a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. There was a scene where I had belly laughs in this film. <laughs> so the funny thing is, this whole year I was like, I need a good comedy. And I feel like the first half of the year was like very lacking in like haha. Mm. Right? I can't think of any movie that we reviewed earlier this year. Ironic, because if you would ask so many people, they would say there's too much ha-has in film these days. Yes. Yes. But they would be wrong. They would be wrong. Um, but I feel like the last half of the... I mean, the last two months of this year. Right. November and December. Like, we had Weird. Yeah. That was really, really funny. That was it was And it was a, it was a brand of funny. And it was... Yeah. and, and But it was designed to be funny, exactly. right? Exactly. Uh, we have Glass Onion, which we will talk about soon, too. Also many ha-has. Many, many ha-has to yeah. people's uh, detriment, apparently. <laughs> uh, and then this movie. And the thing is, I was not expecting this movie to be as funny as it was. Neither was I. Um, I think the trailer does tell you, like, it is going to be funny. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't make it seem like that's the sole purpose of it. There was... So people asked me when I saw this movie, they were like, was it what you expected? And I said, by and large, yes. I mean, I didn't expect so many ha-has. I expected mm-hmm. some. But I, I expected, I've never seen The Hunt. But when I saw the movie, I'm like, okay, this kind of seems like The Hunt. Like there's some sort of class commentary going down and some sort of people are going to get punished. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, now, I don't know if people had other expectations for gore or horror that's yeah. to me what the discourse seemed and i never thought it was going to go too hard into that Mm-mm. direction nor did i need it to go too hard and honestly i don't think ray fiends would do 
that kind of movie, to be honest with you. I don't think he would do a total gore fest. No, but at the same time, when he did... when he You better did, not say Schindler's List. No, when he did The Kingsman. <laughs> like, it's still like a sillier movie. Silly, yes, silly. So, like, I could see him veering into, like, newer things. Correct. I'm not I'm not super well versed in in his filmography like I remember watching like Harry Potter and being like, "Oh, it's Voldemort." Right. And then when someone goes like, "Hey, have you seen like Ray Fiennes in this movie?" I'm like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, it's this the same guy." Like I I would not have put two and two together. And I'm not too well versed in his work either. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I first saw him in Harry Potter, but even even from the little that I see, he just seems like that classic turn of the century, pre turn of the century British actor, yeah, who just probably wouldn't touch a like a gore fest. Yeah, let's let's have the listeners listen to my my Lacroix opening. Lacroix, Lacroix. Shall I read the synopsis? Yeah, go ahead. It's actually a pretty nice short and sweet. Yeah, one. maybe the the Lacroix should always be our cue for for a synopsis. Him, a young couple travels to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. Yeah. So I think without going into spoilers, I think it's fair to get this out of the way. No, the movie is not about like eating people. No. Is that what, I, is that what people really I don't expected? Know, I don't know this, what people expected. It's what I've seen some people say yeah. online. Yeah. Um, or that like, they're going to be like torturing like the people who are eating, right? Which is still, it's not what's happening in the movie, correct? So I think we can say that without it being a spoiler. Um, and yet, really, I, just to make a quick comment, I can't see anybody expecting that. Seeing what we got of them being disappointed, exactly. Yeah, it's it's not the it's the good in the movie that it doesn't need, right? Like the extremism, right? You have movies like we had um, Barbarian, which like. Yeah, was like a shocking like. That's on my list. That's on your list. I, I see it yeah. here. Yeah, like it, where where a lot of like the fun of the movie comes from. Like, look how insane this is. Look how weird. Right. This doesn't need that. Correct. It stands on its own, and like the story itself lends itself for like yeah. to still be entertaining and engaging enough. Yeah, and also unlike that upcoming Timothy Chalamet movie. With the with the cannibals. Upcoming boy, it already came out. That shit came out. That shit came out. I ain't seeing that shit. Bones and all. Bones and all. More like bones and not my money. Yeah, so, I think it came out the same day as the menu. Did it really? I think so. The yeah. inferior film. The inferior for yeah. sure. Um, what were your thoughts on on like our our main cast? Let's talk about the main cast here. So we've got Anya Taylor Joy, obviously, uh, Ray Fiennes, um. The boyfriend is played by Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Hong uh, Chao is um, an assistant to John Leguizamo. Uh, Janet McTeer is a food critic, correct? Yes. Um, I don't remember who Paul Adelstein plays. Paul, uh, so um, the lady who is the food critic. That's his. That's her, that's like, her. He's, the, he's the newspaper rep. Yes. With her. Her, her beau, her dinner date. Yes. Um, Reed, Bre- Reed Blimey, who uh, I know from House of Cards, and then he's in Mass. Um, Judith Light, was that his wife in this movie? Uh, she's the older lady? Yeah. I think so, so yeah. yeah. So honestly, not a lot of names that I knew, minus um, 
the top to John Leguizamo and then Reed, Reed Blimey. But I think they all did a really good job of playing their own kind of asshole. Yes. And and there are some assholes in this movie. There are some assholes. Uh, who you, I mean, you see it and you go, oh, absolutely. Like these, all of these people yes. deserve to go. Well, if you are, if you are taking a boat to this, <laughs> to this fine dining experience. And I think, I think that's a good setup, right? So, so even from the trailer, we see that Anya Taylor-Joy does not feel like she fits in here. She doesn't, she has no idea what they're doing. Correct. She questions like, you know, hey, it's only 12 people going to dinner. Like, how do you make money? And the yeah. guy goes, oh, these are like twelve fifty a plate. Yeah. And you go, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And even she goes, holy shit. Like, right. This is ridiculous. Like, why would you spend so much yeah. on, on dinner? On dinner? Right. Uh, and so, you know, from the beginning, you are made aware that she's not with this crowd. She's not with this crowd. sets her apart. The film makes it seem like the film and the marketing make it seem like she and who you think is her boyfriend are tight at yes. the beginning. And then there were certain points at the beginning where I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. Like what it wouldn't they have known each other longer than it's letting on? And then later on you learn when the beat drops, right? Exactly yeah. What's you... actually happening. So I, I credit the film to sort of hiding that hiding that dynamic mm-hmm. and one of the things that i i kind of really beat myself up on i really wanted to watch this movie again before we got a chance to talk about it same but i mean then that was thanksgiving and yeah, yeah it's a whole bunch of crazy we're working men uh yeah and so i didn't get a chance to go see it because i know katie wanted to go see it um so we'll we'll probably go see it sometime soon that we have a chance yeah. but i want to see it before just to see how well a her dynamic fits into the movie knowing you know no where she comes from she at comes the from. end yeah uh and and also knowing the end game that the chef has for for the guests for the guests mm-hmm. like you know something's going on he's got a reasoning for doing what he wants to do and you know you don't really know for a good maybe 40 minutes, 30 minutes of the movie. So we, can we tell our millions of fans who she is? Uh, so I think let's go ahead and do spoilers now. Fuck your spoiler warning. Fuck your spoiler warning. But before, go see it. It's really, really good. Yes. It's so good. Okay. I think everyone that I personally know that has seen it has liked this movie a lot. I haven't seen anybody who's disliked this movie. Uh, I'm excited. Reviewers. I'm excited to purchase it when it is purchasable. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's get into spoilers. So... She's a hooker. She's a hooker. Uh, an escort. An escort. She's a higher yes. yes. It, yeah. So she works for like really rich people. Yeah. She's not like your, you know, Seven Eleven. And she's paid to be a date, right? That's that's yes. what an escort is. Yeah, a higher end, a higher end prostitute is also. Yeah. They do date services yeah. as well. So she's not like uh, in the corner. You go and you bang because it seems like at least from the other people that we know. Hmm. Sex isn't the like the purpose, right? Other she, people that we know. Well, because life. we know, no, no, in the movie, right? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, in the movie, yeah, uh, we know that the old guy Richard hires her. Correct. Uh, he had another date. He had another date with her. I think at a different place. Well, he had another. What I mean, seeing he had another date is he had another woman who was supposed to come with him. No, 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 no. 
talking about Richard. We, the old man. Oh, the yes. Old, the old rich yes, man. Yes, 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 yes. He hired her mm-hmm. because she keeps looking at him. Correct. And, the, and his wife is like, why does this young girl keep looking at us? Yeah. And I think you kind of are going like, oh, something's up with these two. Exactly. Um, Which and, seems weird because like they're... Like it's not hinted that anybody would know each other here. Exactly, it's everybody not, seems to be like their own pots. Right? It's not hinted that she has any sort of mysterious backstory mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah, she does look at him and go, "Oh," and you're like, "Oh, maybe." But why work would she together? Know, yeah, at but, first, I was like, "Is that like? Are they like a strange family right. member?" Like, why would she know him of all the people here? Exactly. Why and not John Leguizamo? Like yeah, and at first I didn't even pin it as he knew she knew him. Right. I thought she knew them, the couple. Mm. And then the old lady was so out of touch that she just didn't remember her. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I felt was like, huh, something's going on here. Because all the side characters get about the same amount of story time. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things that I think is really good, too, that all of these people who are here to get their comeuppance, mm-hmm. you feel like you know enough to be like, yes, they deserve... Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them all, right? Fuck them. Um, maybe the only one is Felicity, who is the, the assistant. And that's kind of what actually I enjoyed. I enjoyed the degree to which this movie villainized Ray Fiends because Felicity... She has a few little shitty, shitty moments. Yeah, so she's... But she's under the thumb of John Leguizamo. She's under the thumb yeah. of John Leguizamo, so she's kind of, you know, it's got to be shitty. Right. Um, But she also, like, she's being, like, bossed around yeah. by him, but she is stealing from him. So, you know, she's also shitty. Yes, but not that, that shitty. Not that shitty. Not that shitty. But it's but in a movie, so in a movie like Knives Out. Yes. They're all shitty. Oh, right. 100%. They're all shitty. And that and that's enjoyable in that movie, but I think I I think this movie puts that extra little twist on it that makes it interesting in that they're all shitty. She is to a lesser degree, but our villain's like, nah, you die anyway. Nah, you're you're still fucked. Right? I don't care. Which like, still you're... sets him as a degree of worse than all these than all yeah. these other people. Because he's he's pretentious and he's an asshole. to the same level almost. Like he is he is not above them. I think he's below them. I don't think he's as bad as them. Well, I think he's worse. You think so? I think he's worse. Yeah. Okay. Because the um, we had our we had our prostitute talk earlier. We'll we'll come back to that. I'm sure. But the he first of all, it's already confirmed that he was some sort of manipulative, abusive to his sous chef. Yeah. Right? Um. What's her name? Uh, Catherine. Yes. He is just as pretentious. As all these other people are, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he is overworked. I can see how he feels victimized. Yes, but I, I think, in if he were born in another profession, he would be, he would be exactly the same. Oh, you think yeah, so? I don't, I don't think he's. I don't think he's any better. Oh, I see. I think the way I the way I read his character was he really enjoyed being a chef. Yes, and then the environment that he was put on, like he was him being put on the spotlight. Him being, you know, having his ego built by people like, um, what's her fucking name? Lillian. Right. And, you know, people like Ted, the magazine guy. Mm -hmm. And all these other people buying his expensive. Because he says, you know, like, these people wanted this to be exclusive, so we had to build their prices up. Yeah. It's almost like he, yes, he is the bad guy. He's the main villain, quote unquote. But it's because these 
people essentially built him up to be that. So now I'm, oh, so here's where this dovetails into my point about Anna Taylor Joy sure. and Margot and the escort. When you typically see movies like this, where the the lambs for the slaughter enter into Dracula's lair, sure, right. The Dracula is always like cool, calm, and in control, mm-hmm. right? As soon, as soon as he realizes that there's someone here who's not supposed to be here, he loses that control. And on mm-hmm. the one hand, that makes him more sympath- sympathizable, sympathetic. Sure. Uh, um, <laughs> English teacher. Yeah, sympathetic because he he's able to designate the fact that Margot did not deserve to die, but she's going to have to because everybody here is dying yep. tonight, right? It's a plan. But that, to me, was the window into, into his pretentiousness because he, he also sees this as as art right? yeah and i'm like oh and there is something there is something about it right yeah. like he like you kind of want to cheer for him because he is fucking up all these people that you want right but then he's still he's still an asshole he's still an asshole and the way he's going about it is like hella asshole yeah uh and to a, like a, to a certain degree you want to you want to cheer for for anya taylor joy what i do and and sometimes he's like, man, but he does have a point. <laughs> and it's not until like you start to put the pieces together of why exactly she's there, right? So um she's supposed to be Tyler, right? Tyler's date. Tyler's date, right. And he's like he gets broken up. Yeah. With... Tyler is the big if you thought you were the biggest Anya Taylor Joy Simp. Oh yeah. Then Tyler is the biggest He's the biggest food chef. Friend. Chef Slovak. Chef Slovak. <laughs> and um so yeah, like when when that shoe drops, where you find out that not only is she an escort, right? She has been brought here willingly by this man, willingly knowing that everybody's supposed to die. Yeah, um, and he would know that he was going to die too, right? Yeah. So yeah, that is revealed later. Sure. Um, that everybody, the he he had been talking to the chef. Oh, now I remember. He couldn't get dates, right? It's kind of revealed that he's no, he had. He had a girlfriend who that they were going to bring in. I think her name was like Melissa or something. Dumped him. She dumped him. And then it was like a week before the reservation was right. coming. So he needed to find someone fast. And that's why he hired her. And I can't remember if the film. The film. The film. Oh, see, I'm the villain. Uh-huh. I can't remember if the movie full on paints him as an incel. It, it, I think he just paints him like a like a almost like a pretentious wannabe. If you put these pieces together and no other pieces, first of all, so confirm the previous girlfriend was supposed to die, right? Yes, yes. she was supposed by, to come with him by association right. with knowing him. It's almost implied yeah. that like they've known each other for long, so yes. maybe she was just as pretentious as he was. So he was going to lead her to her to her death. Mm-hmm. So with that, and then the fact that he's just so pathetically into this, and that to get someone to come with him, and to feel that he needed someone to come with him and not just come alone. Well, he needed to. He needed to bring a guest. Yeah. Um, the the chef tells him like, "You knew you weren't. We didn't do like single, single person reservations." Yeah. Okay, so maybe he's not an incel, but still cool how he was. Much more unhinged that than I thought he was going to be. And and the funny thing about Tyler's character is that for a second there, 
Mm-hmm. When I so when when we find out that Margot is actually Aaron and she's a um, an escort, I was like, oh, are they going to try to make us feel for Tyler? Mm-hmm. Who, as as you're finding out that he knew what was happening, like the gears start turning, and I'm like, oh, did he maybe dump the girlfriend? Yeah, because he got cold feet and said, "Well, they won't let me in. I'll bring this other girl instead to get killed." Right. But I liked that they stuck to the nah. He he sucks and he got dumped. Because during the movie, I another point that I was questioning while bizarre shit is happening, he's just like stupidly into it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and at first I was setting the movie back just a little bit for me. And I was like, why is he this dumb? Yeah, because you were, you were, you kept on. I mean, like, is is he stupid? Right. Like, I mean, is, clearly yes, but also like oh, yes. beyond acceptable stupid. And then once it reveals that he, that he knows, knew, yeah, then you're like, oh, it, it just makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I think a lot of the characters also go like, they kind of like give him looks, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this guy just shot himself. Yeah. And you're still like. And you're still eating. eating your stupid foamy food. Um, so, which, speaking of the food, so let's we we're all over the place. Let's talk about the food in this. Yeah, holy shit! Like, <laughs> I've had some nasty, like pretend uppity food. You have. And I've had some good uppity food. Yeah, but what I mean is like. Like food that you go, ah, oh, this is supposed to be classy, and right, I'm and like, ah, I mean, it's not good, but it's it's the intent that yeah. someone paid good money for this, right? But in this movie, you're paying twelve fifty, and they give you a slab well, exactly with sauces and no bread, yeah, right? Uh, rocks with like little tiny pieces of plant mm-hmm. and maybe some like shellfish, right? 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 Uh. And he's just like hell yeah! <laughs> I think out of everybody, he's the he's the first one to like start digging in. Yes, and I like that all the food is introduced. Like if it was like Iron Chef, he breaks protocol. I think at some point, I think he gets yelled at by the assistant. I think so. Well, because he's taking pictures right. of the food, right. and he's not supposed to. Right. Which also, like, if you know you're gonna die, why are you taking pictures? Like, why are you taking pictures? Like you're not supposed to shit. Maybe he. Maybe he's also the the kid who dreams about saving the school from the school shooter. But in this case, in this case, not saving the school, but maybe he thought he could impress impress Chef so much that he would let him live. You exactly. Think? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Um. But I do, I do like that the the titles and the the little subtitles to the foods start to get more unhinged as the story as the story goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they talk about the the sauces without the bread or the bread appetizer without bread, without right? Bread, it's right. just all sauces. Um it t- it tells you about the first uh do we have a list of those by the way? Uh, the foods? Uh the menu movie The menu's menu. Uh, foods. How they made this a real uh I don't think there's a this was a real list, but so anyway, um, it 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 was it was nice to see, like for example, like when they have Jeremy's mess or whatever it's called or the hot mess, <laughs> where it's like at the bottom and it tells you what like the food is gonna be and it goes, uh, R.I.P. Jeremy. Or <laughs> <laughs> it 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 
made everybody in the theater laugh. And that's my favorite scene. That whole sequence is hilarious. When you're just waiting for the shoe to drop. When you're waiting for the shoe to drop. And when... <laughs> and you know. You know either either he's going to... Because he has a pair of scissors. Yes. In his... Uh, in, like, his apron. And you go, man, is this guy going to, like... Check off scissors. You know, right. stab himself in the neck or something. Or, or anything. And... And that's you, not what happens. It's not what happens, but you know that something is going to happen. And you're like, is he going to do it himself? And they humor or him. Or is the chef going to? And they humor him the whole time. And he, he's got to know they're humoring him. Who? Jeremy? Jeremy, right there following him. And he's like, lamb. And they're like, oh, yes, lamb. Very good. And then he makes a stupid ass cookie. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, that's the other one. Oh, you're talking about the, the chef who kills himself. The chef who kills yes. himself, right? Rewind. So that's right. Jeremy, yeah. yeah. So. So you're, you know something's gonna happen, and that's because that's the that's the pivot point. That's the first. Death. That's the first death. That's what starts to set everything into motion. Right. Um. And and that's where we get the first subtitle change, where he's like, "Oh shit!" Like mm-hmm. this is planned. Because at the end, I think it even says on the list that she gets that she uses as, as a napkin mm. at the end of the movie. Um. But yeah, so that's the first time. And then, yes, we do have another one where we have Tyler's bullshit. Right. Which, <laughs> which was also uh, apparently not supposed to be on the menu. No. Because that's where, where everything kind of gets derailed because he lets out that he knows, that he knows what's, what's going on. Going on. Uh, yes, you are right. They, they're humoring him. He's yeah. like, what do you want to cook? Oh, you know, I need uh, butter. And and scallions, and he's like does, and, and I like his line. He's like, "Oh, that is a that is a technique. That is quite the technique." Yeah. I never heard this. The the fucking like lamb chops are raw. raw. I was I was half expecting a lesser movie. Yeah, would have had Chef go. It's fucking raw, but it's <laughs> but the 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 fact that he just cannot cook. And he's so, so good. into this. And like, he's like every Reddit. He's like every Reddit boy. Yeah. Who's. This is the guy who says, um, let's, let's re, let's remake The Last Jedi or let's remake Halloween ends. Mm-hmm. But if you tell him, well, how would you do it? Yeah. They go, well, I don't know. I don't get paid for that. I mean, it's the, uh, like like the the bricks and screws guys. So for for our millions of fans, oh. there's there's some humor in Star Wars land. Where uh, I think he might be the biggest Star Wars YouTuber. Is he really? He might be. Oh, man, he might be. Kind of um, he does a lot of theory videos. Hence his choice. Hence his like. Hence his name. Um, but he's also uppity on like a lot of the against a lot of the Disney content. Mm-hmm. And he was reviewing Andor. And he was like, the ad, the writing's great, the acting's great, the, the cinematography's, cinematography's great. great. But you know what? Bricks and screws just don't belong in Star Wars. <laughs> like, I have to draw the line. And like, what the fuck does that even? So I, I, I saw that. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And here's the thing. So this guy does, like, he'll do alternate versions of movies. Uh-huh. And they're just so bad. Are they? They're bad. <laughs> is, he, is he one of those, like, um... The, the people who do like fan fiction, 
He does a lot of fan fiction. Oh, no. He does a lot of alternate <laughs> takes. And actually, some of them are interesting. Like, you can go down the rabbit hole. Uh-huh. But there's there's this epidemic of people who, even for, like, the Game of Thrones finale, like, I had, I had seen some people be like, here's my version of Game of Thrones Season 8, uh-huh. right? Which we can all universally agree is awful. Yeah. And then you listen to their version, you're like, oh, that was awful, too. Right? <laughs> it's The fact of the matter is, is that making making art is hard yeah like and i know this this kind of sounds pretentious but i mean even now i'm really not a rabbit hole but even even books there was a book that i read pre-pandemic when i was trying to get back into reading i was doing audiobooks i checked it out from libby mm-hmm. and it was on the library's best whatever list uh-huh. um i don't remember the title i don't remember the author some girl she does makeup there's some sort of thriller love triangle between a therapist and his wife who's uh, doing an experiment with her. Hmm. Um, it, it it never gets into like peak danger, though the book makes you feel like it's in danger. For the life of me, I cannot remember what it's called. But not a good book. Mm-hmm. And like bestseller winning awards. And that's just when it hit me. I'm like, you know what? It's not that this author is bad, though they might have been. It's more the fact that just like writing a book is hard, yeah. like and getting it published and getting an audience, right? It's not it's not easy to be a creator. No, it's and it's easier to be a critic, but like the critic will rip you when you won. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's hard out there. Yeah. Uh, which I think it's also like it's like for example, like someone like Tyler in the movie, right? He's a foodie. Right. He, I'm assuming, probably has a following of sorts probably. in his own way. Yeah. Uh, because he presents himself as someone who knows a lot about food. He presents himself. Uh, yes. Yes. Is that what I said? But even someone who knows a lot about food, he he presents himself, right? Oh, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, but I'm saying presents himself yeah. in terms of. Uh, clearly, he doesn't. Right. And I feel like that that is very topical with like today's rise of social media and sites like TikTok. Yes, right, where you have a lot of people who present themselves like they know a lot about things. Armchair experts. Armchair experts. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that you know it's it's a good topic to like hit on in this movie, mm-hmm. and I think it's a good job. Um, so. Before we move on to more stuff, anything else? Um, any specific character that you think stands out besides what we already discussed? Um, we didn't talk too much about Elsa, or not? Um, because Elsa's the the assistant. Yeah, his I, his like Susha. exactly, and she's she buys into the cult. Oh, all of these people yeah. buy into the cult. Yeah, but she uh, buys into the cult the most. Yes, to a point where uh, I I did think it was interesting that Chef does seem to have a soft spot for Margot, uh-huh. uh, and and Elsa takes that shit super personally. personally. Right? Uh, she she uh, confronts her and goes, uh, "He's trying to replace me with you. He's yeah. not going to replace me." And that's when they get into a big fight, uh, which is like a solid. Kill. Solid kill. Solid kill. Uh, probably the most, besides obviously the, you know, popping yourself with a gun. Right. Probably the most violent one. Um, the characters that I think I hated the most in this movie were the tech bros. 
Yeah, and they're all uh, kind of just one conglomerate of character. Yeah, so it's three three guys together. Yeah, three dude bros. Uh, three hella dude bros. Um, one of them is Soren, Dave, and Bryce. You gave them the dignity of their names. Just Head-ass. just that name. Yeah. Holy shit, Bryce! What a name! What a name! By the way, is Arturo? Arturo. Do I know him from somewhere? He reminds me. Of someone, and it's really bugging me. Like, uh, he has a very like peculiar face. Yeah. I don't um. Know. But anyway, he, they all like all together, like they scam money out of people, and they're so up in your face about like my them, father will hear about this. Basically, right, but it's right. The boss. It's it's the boss yeah. who who owns the restaurant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that the boss gets drowned. Yeah. And uh, they're like, you can't do this. We we, we <laughs> helped you through the pandemic. <laughs> we kept you open during COVID. I think that's literally the line. Yeah. We kept you open during COVID, which I'm like, oh. It's finally, uh, it's, 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 a, it's about time we start seeing it in the universe. It's long enough. It's been long enough that people can be in a scene without a mask, but still reference the fact that at some point in the past, so as a side note, a contradiction within myself, I subscribe to my subscribe to English Journal, which is the high school English teacher academic journal, right? Yeah. And they, for like the past two years, it's just been fucking articles of like, I remember March of 2020. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> little squares and trying to learn. And the first the issue that just came out like this week was the first one in ages that didn't have a fucking goddamn COVID article. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy. And at the same time, I've seen two movies in the past week that reference COVID. I'm like, oh, finally. <laughs> so I want some COVID in my in my film. I don't want COVID in my in my uh in my professional development. But anyway. Yeah. And aside. In the side. That was in the side. That was in the side. Yeah. Um so you let's let's uh let's just go ahead and kind of skip towards the end of the movie. Yes. Um she gets off. After going through everything, mm-hmm. um, I don't think anyone dies preemptively except for Tyler. Correct. Right? After they ridicule him for his awful cooking skills. Correct. Uh, the chef whispers something to him. Yeah. I'm assuming. And some- he does what Kanye West should do. Oh. You heard it here first. Uh, should I cut that out? I don't know. I don't know. Is it illegal? <laughs> Um, but I don't know exactly what the chef tells him. I'm assuming something along the lines of like, you're a fucking poser. Yeah. Like, I hope you die or some shit. Yeah. Or like, and, go die. Or go die. Yeah. And he fucking does it. He, does it. he hates yeah. himself in the, in the, in the closet. Bathroom, yeah. Right. I'm uh, maybe like a, like a meat storage. Right. A closet. Uh, but he, he hangs himself. Uh, oh man. Hold on. Before that, I love, they give him, they give him the chef <laughs> shirt. <laughs> He he's like, let me personalize this. And he writes the shittiest handwriting. <laughs> Tyler. It's so, so fucking perfect. And Tyler is such a little boy's name. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it fits. It fits. It fits. It fits. Um and and so then, you know, Margot figures out that Chef did at some point love being a chef. That's mm-hmm. what he's lacking. 
He's jaded. He's kind of rotted from the inside. But he, he was is, a, he was a greasy spoon chef. He was a greasy spoon chef. Mm-hmm. He was he was a, a typical old SpongeBob fry cook. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she asks him to make her a cheeseburger. She says, "Hey, listen, we've been eating your fucking like heartless food. Yeah. Uh, I'm hungry." And she comes at him with some Gordon Ramsay energy. She does. Yeah. She is telling him like, "You are a bad chef because." I right. I'm hungry and your food has no love. Yeah. And he's like, Well, what the fuck do you want me to make you then? And she wants a cheeseburger, which yeah. is what she saw him in a picture making. like making. And he had his like I think it's like his first employee of the month. Yeah, Whacker. Right. Um and you see like a smile on his face. He puts he puts some heart and, into that and cheeseburger. It is the first genuine smile that he gives. Yeah. And it's to that point where I was like, God man. Yeah. Like, I, I hate this guy, but fuck. Like, and, I feel bad for him. And like this film, the cheeseburger was made with love. Exactly. And and it looks so fucking good. It looks delicious. It's a smash burger mm-hmm. uh, with like a heavily sesame seed bun. And and the best is she has the audacity to take it to go. Perfect. Ah, so good. Perfect. She takes a bite and she goes, uh, I think my eyes were bigger than my <laughs> stomach, which people joke that her eyes are huge. And I'm like, oh, that had to be that had to be funny for her to say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that is her out. That's her out. Uh, and she feels bad. And I think that's also what makes us know that she is not just out for herself. She would like to help these people as shitty as they are. Yeah. Um, she looks back and even um, the... Is her name Anne, the the rich lady? Yeah. Uh, she's like, no, you go yeah. like, save yourself. She like gestures, telling her like, it's over. It's over. Like right. we we had it coming. We got it coming. Uh, you don't. You need to leave. Mm. Uh, and she does. And then we are uh, left with the dessert. Yes. What is s'mores? S'mores. I wish I could find his description of the s'mores. Ooh. It's so good. I gotta look it up really quick. The menu. He talked about how it's like a shitty. He he shat on s'mores. Oh, he shits on them, but he it's so so good. Well, while, while you look it up, did you think that Margot had a tremendous arc in this movie? How so? So at that when I was leaving the theater, I that was maybe my one main critique. Where I was like, she was a likable character. Other than just kind of being dragged through it and coming out the other end. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she has a lot of internal conflict that she has to overcome. I think she just kind of has to has to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, I don't know that she changes that much. But she was still enjoyable. Yeah. Like a cheeseburger. Like a cheeseburger. cheeseburger. You go back to that cheeseburger. It's the prime metaphor of the film. It is. Yeah. Um, Things don't have to be super fancy. They can just be made with with love. Yeah. No, that's fair. And that's fair. And, you know, I think I've had really cheap food that I enjoy more than really expensive food. Yeah. Definitely. Well, first of all, because you don't get to, uh, not just you, but first of all, expensive food is just by definition less accessible um i mean i just had fucking 20 dollar ramen for dinner right <laughs> so i can't call that cheap 
Um, Fair. But the but the fact of the matter is, like some some simple joys really just are better than better than the not. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's you know, it's not always uh, gonna be good when you you know get something that's made with love. Although here, so this is okay. So this is interesting. Sure. So the so Andor just ended, right? Yes. Which we haven't seen yet. I still haven't, but you recommend on. it? It is. It oh, is I good. will. I have to finish it. Now. I I was issued a challenge at work. So the or challenge? Yeah, I'll, I'll explain later. So the a lot of the praise for this show is that it's well written TV mm-hmm. that happens to also be Star Wars IP, mm-hmm. right? Um, Dan Mural, another, another film critic. Yeah, you have a quote from him, right? Quote. So he's 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 talking about comparing Andor to other previous Star Wars media. So everything from the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, like Book of Boba Fett, Obi Wan, um, right? That whole range of quality. In that damn right. Yeah. Um, so he was like, it was kind of like being served takeout for week after week. The old shows. Um, year after year, and then you finally get served a finely cooked meal, and you realize, oh yeah, the takeout was pretty good, but this is great, right? And I, I think it's interesting because we do, um, especially since like the like the golden age of HBO, Showtime, AMC drama. I feel like when it comes to TV and maybe movies, I think our generation has developed like a. A finer palette. A like, finer palette. I would love to watch ER. I, I mean, you're not wrong. You yeah. have to think about like we have we have had the rise of like premier TV shows. Yeah. You know, the Breaking Bads, the Better Call Sauls, right. the Game of Thrones right. to a certain extent. Um, a certain extent. The which, Walking Dead to a certain extent. Which is kind of against the spirit of this film. If the film is anti anti-elitism and anti-pretension sure but but i also feel like that's a little different where like this is something that's out of reach for like the everyman yeah things like your west worlds your game of thrones like they have become so accessible to everyone Mm. like the fact that like my 65 year old co-worker talks to me about game of thrones yeah like just shows that like it's 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 out there yeah right it may not always be fantastic so even though it's a level above smut there's <laughs> it's still like you said accessible it's accessible yeah. and, but some of it can be very good right like shows like the breaking bad yeah right? you know this is like or even what, wandavision right which i mean which if you listen to the tarantinos and the and, and the Scorsese's of the world, right? You know, that's your that's your takeout, and yeah. and and maybe maybe there is um, something to be said about that. Maybe there is something to be said about that. But at the end of the day, you know, Oscar season's coming up. Like I have zero interest in like ninety percent of the Oscar bait. I feel the past few years of Best Picture noms have just been meh, meh, and snooze fests. Oh, 100%. and also just not even attractive in their premise yeah right the i don't know if you think that oscar bait in and of itself is a genre i kind of see it as a genre i think it is like that that whole film is also just hollow 
Right. It's the, you know, I, I'm trying to remember the last one I saw that I walked away and I was like, eh, was like you could tell it was trying and uh, not trying with soul, but just Oscar trying. Movies? Yeah. Like, the try- last movie that I feel like tried really hard that I was like, this movie earned it. I mean, the ones that didn't earn it, but you oh. can tell they're trying hard with that golden titty. Oh, um, let's take a look. Cause I think I, I recently did look up, um, best picture winners. Yeah. Uh, recently, yeah, uh, and I was like, man, a lot of these movies are just not great. We could turn this into a game: no bread sauce versus cheeseburger, right? Like the like, it's, sure, yeah. Uh, twenty twenty one, uh, Coda. Didn't I mean. didn't see it. It's yeah. about the deaf people. Uh, twenty twenty two, Nomadland. Didn't see it. Don't remember. It's like, not great. Yes. Uh, 2019 Parasite. Okay, I think that one. Burger too. I think Burger 100. percent I don't think you need to be super smart to get Parasite. And no. that sounds condescending, but like I think I think Parasite is very accessible. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you could say it's also a little inaccessible to the people who hate reading subtitles. Yeah. But also, if you can't watch a movie with subtitles, we are fuck you. We are literally challenged. Um, to, oh, here's here, I think here's our first uh, breadless plate, the Green Book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's breadless sauce, right there. Breadless sauce. Did that win? That one. That one. These are the winners. Yeah, those one. Um, I personally think Shape of Water is really good, but no, breadless, breadless. You didn't like Shape of Water? Really boring. I could see the Yawn. argument that it is a little boring. Yeah, Yawn. but I personally enjoy me some Guillermo. Uh, I would say breadless sauce or breadless, yeah, breadless sauce for Moonlight. I didn't love Moonlight. Nope, I didn't love. Uh, I didn't care for Spotlight, but I love Spotlight. I also am not a big fan of these type of movies. Uh, a big one for me, breadless sauce, uh, Birdman. Yes, Birdman overrated. I feel like 12 Years a Slave tried too hard. It's not bad. Just tried a lot. Uh, Argo, 2012. Argo, fuck yourself. That's what they say. Man, these movies are all a bummer, dude. And that's, so that's the thing. I mean, how many of those are people lining up to rewatch? None of these movies I would rewatch except for Parasite, maybe. You know what I'm saying? People are rewatching Return of the King. Yeah, 2003. People are rewatching Forrest Gump, which I don't think won, but was a finalist. I can't remember for sure. I think so. Right, but there is. No, I think didn't that beat out uh, Pulp Fiction that year? Maybe it did. But regardless, you can tell we're not experts. Yeah. But regardless, there's there's a difference between things that actually try versus things that just. Try for the publicity. Yeah. And you can kind of tell. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's go on to our last thing. You had mentioned uh, a couple movies that uh, are parallels to this. I, and not entire parallels, but no, there but they were like, elements enough where I was like, oh, this is this is happening. In both. Yes. So Midsummer, this movie, they're both good for her movies. Death by Tableau, meaning in Midsummer, there's a lot of emphasis on the... Of the tableau on the on the setup and the spectacle of, mm-hmm. of the death, right? Same with you. Um, Barbarian, more so in the marketing for Barbarian, mm-hmm. where it was it was the, the the woman who was prey for the male character. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, 
Don't worry, darling. I think maybe similar to my Barbarian Parallels. I can't remember. A little bit. That one might be off the list. Um, knives out. You got the arts, the outsider in the versus the, in the den of elites, and yeah. they're all assholes or shitheads. 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 That's what we'll learn about in our next recording. Um, the hunt, obviously. Um, people mad at people of another social class. Yes. And then hunt. You should watch them. Really. I want to watch it's, them. It's wild. Yeah. Willy Wonka, the eccentric artist who has a bit of a god complex and passes judgment on archetypical sinners. Fair. Right. Um, no critiquing exploitative practices of artistic industries. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, hide and seek. Um, who's the, the one with Robert De Niro? No, the one with the girl who gets married to that family and then they play hide and seek. And oh, I think it's um, called hide and seek, isn't it? No, it's not hide and seek. Uh, right, that's the not. game they play is ready or not. Right, you're not ready or not. A um, fantastic movie, yeah. By the way. Outsider gains insight into a predatory cult of elites, right? Yeah. Um, get out. Outsider gains insight and gains insight or into a predatory cult of elites. The other, the other way, right? Yeah. The, this is like the the Democrat side of the right uh, of the elites, right? So the you know, and it's interesting because I think this movie does that better than some of these other things on this list do it better than this movie mm-hmm. but i think that's what i what made me like this movie more is that i could make clear comparisons of movies who did what it was trying to do better than this one did mm-hmm. but you could still tell that it was made with a lot of love a lot of care right care. it's kind of like when we talked about fun right that you're like fuck it like, I mean, it's kind yeah. of like when we talked about Smile, right? Like, yeah. it's it's a very derivative movie where you can see, like, the influences of other movies. Right. But it's still, you can tell the people who made it, like, had a lot of fun making the movie. And they wanted to make and it. And Smile's still been rocking top ten of the yeah, charts. It, it, it was just finally kicked out of the top ten. Yeah. In, which is crazy. Two months. Which is absolutely crazy. It 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 did way better than it had any business doing. Absolutely. Um, and I think, but it's, it's because people liked it. People people had fun watching it and going back and recommending it to others. And this is a major. This is a significantly better version of that. Yeah. In the sense that I, I mean, I mentioned my one little flaw with my character arc, mm-hmm. but I think it's so minor on my book that there's not really anything fundamentally bad about this movie. This is a this is a beautiful form. I think movie. anything that I would say negative about this movie would be a nitpick. Yeah. yeah. And I think it never rises to transcendent for me. And that's a stupid word. But I mean he, Donald Chef is gonna put you on a table where with... yeah, Chef's gonna turn me into no bread sauce. Uh <laughs> he's gonna turn you into a s'more. <laughs> it it, it and it, just, it, it never does something so genius from like, oh man, this was a beautiful mind, right? It's it's not glass onion for me. I think I think glass onion. You is, like glass onion more? I like glass onion more, right? Um, but at the same point, this movie also that was kind of baked into its presence, right? I, I keep on hitting on this metaphor, but it's a cheeseburger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. It's not a steak. Right? It's not a steak. It's not a steak. Um, but it's still. 
A damn good cheeseburger. A goddamn good cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what she says. Yeah. She goes, that is a damn good cheeseburger. Yeah. And, it, and that's what it was. That's what it, and that's all, that's it, that's what it has to be. Exactly. To be successful is what it has to be. Um, I think that is a good place to stop. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, you know, if you've listened this far in, I'm assuming you've watched the movie. Yeah. And if you haven't watched the movie, go see the movie. Go see the movie. Because I know we rambled a lot in this one because it, it's a lot to talk about. Maybe this movie uh, sparks a lot of conversation. There's a lot of things that we haven't talked about um, in the movie that people have, you know, touched on. I know there's like different like themes that people want yeah. to connect, and I'll leave one connect. hanging out in the air for uh, for for all the listeners on this day uh, on Kanye West Day. Kanye West Day. This movie is kind of a Republican movie. And I won't comment anymore. I won't comment anymore. I'll tell, leave in the tell, your, tell your full quote, though. Tell my full quote. What, what was the quote oh, yeah. that you walked out of the theater saying? If Republicans could read, they might really like this film. 100%. <laughs> and on that note, uh, we will be back soon with another movie review. Yeah. Uh, this is the Cynic Scoot Podcast. He's, he is Thano. He's Javier. And we'll be back next time. Bye. Bye.